On today's episode of the Open in Indiana podcast, we speak to a local publisher documenting all of the best places to eat in Indy. Don't miss it. Welcome, everyone, to the Open in Indiana podcast, where we feature the people, places, and events that make Indiana a great place to live, work, and visit. Today, our guest is Jennifer Rubenstein, publisher for Edible Indie. Jennifer, how are you today? I'm great. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing well. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Oh, it's my pleasure. I am super honored and excited that you asked me. Excellent. Well, Jennifer, let's uh, jump right in and talk about Edible Indie and how things got started for you. Well, if you haven't picked up Edible Indie, um, we are a local publication that actually has been around for going on eight years. Um, Actually, no, we just celebrated eight years. We're actually going on our ninth year. Um, We've produced 37 issues. We're a quarterly publication that you can find all over in different distribution areas um, in central Indiana. And our whole focus is to talk about the stories that are local for Indiana. And sometimes we do even some that are beyond because obviously we love our Midwest areas and we love to travel. And and um, the whole purpose of the magazine really is to have that focus on local. Um, it is food primarily. So when we say food, it's farming, it's artisans, it's makers, it's chefs, it's restaurants. Um, the biggest thing that people get confused about is sometimes they think that we're a review, um, that we do reviews on restaurants. And that's the farthest thing that, from what we actually do. We love telling the story behind the story. And then we also do a lot of travel um, and exploring topics. And we love to talk about any sort of sustainability topics as well. So that's really what our mission is, is to connect our community within our community. So that's quite an expansive coverage all the way from the farmer who produces it all the way until it ends up on someone's plate. Truly it is. But if we look at it just like that, that that's the whole process. And it's important. Um, I, I, I feel like it's always been important for us to know where our food comes from, our food or beverage um, that we need to know. And I happened to grow up in a family where that was super important. And we oftentimes we grew our own food. Um, my dad was a hunter. So a lot of times he even hunted for um, our, our meat for the, for the year. And so knowing where our food comes from, um, I personally, and in, in my own opinion, is one of the most important things that you can do in your life um, because you need to know what's in your food. And so, Jennifer, let's talk about your professional journey uh, and how you got started. Well, uh, I went to college at a little college up in northern Indiana called Tri-State University, which is now Trine University. And it still is really hard to say um, after 150 years that it's, it's now Trine University. Um, I have a marketing and advertising background and I kind of jumped right into that background um, directly into NBC in Fort Wayne. And I did a lot of stuff with within that station. I was in sales, but I also happened to do some on-air type things. Um, I worked with the sports director for a while um, doing just some on-air appearances. And from that, I actually was able to really gain a good clientele and a good understanding of branding and marketing. And so I kind of flowed from that into video production and working with a high-end video company in the medical industry, um, all the way into the last 
16 years, I've really owned my own consulting agency as well, talking about everything from branding to logo design to strategy. And so that's kind of how Edible Indie came about as I happen to have some clients that I was working with who we um, we had found Edible, we were advertising in Edible, and it happened to come available in the central Indiana area. And there was something that kept drawing me to the magazine uh, because of my creativity and my love for food and just the local scene. And so my husband and I discussed it. We had just had a baby and I was looking for something to do more from home. And as my husband says, we bought a zoo. Um, so we bought that zoo. It was um, quite an undertaking and it has been probably the best thing that's ever happened to me professionally in my career because it's such a legacy and we make such a difference within our community for smaller operators um, who really need that assistance and help and they need the words, you know, word to, to be spread out about their business. Um, or about their mission. And so we've really made it our mission to, to be a really good community partner. And so that's kind of how that started. And so Jennifer, uh, before today's episode, we briefly talked that your latest issue had just come out. Um, would you care to share a little bit about what's in this issue and some of your favorite content from it? Yeah, so actually it's it's yes. So it came out March 15th. Um, and so we're super excited about that because this is actually the first issue that we've done in a year that's solely out of Belindy because we actually produced last year, two issues with our partners in Ohio Valley and Kentucky. So we came together regionally, which was really amazing. So we focused this particular issue. Um, its title is Rise because that's what we really feel like we're doing right now is we're rising kind of out of this crazy time of a lot of different things of um, political statements of uh, obviously the COVID state, you know, the state of the, the COVID pandemic. And, and so we wanted something really positive. And so we created the issue rise and we're talking about some really amazing um, just topics as far as we have a beautiful piece on um, Josh Gonzalez, who is the owner of Thunderbird and Strange Bird. And then also Greg Hardesty, who is one of Central Indiana's favorite chefs, who unfortunately is going through a really difficult time right now with leukemia. Um, but he and Josh have actually become sober and they've been sober and they're promoting sober in the restaurant industry. And so sobriety is oftentimes a really big issue in, in a lot of industries, but especially in the restaurant industry. And so they're here to basically tell people that it's okay. You can be sober in this industry. You can be sober and own a bar. Um, we're here to help. Um, they tell their stories. It's kind of a raw is kind of a raw inside look to that. And then of course, there's some different um, sidebars that explain where you can go for help um, within this industry, which is, is pretty exciting. Then we go kind of off topic and we talk a little bit about food waste, um, food waste and how some restaurants are, are utilizing their food waste within their actual food itself and how they're li literally um, going from, you know, fruits, skin to the actual you know, nuts that, that, that come out of those sometimes like the peaches or lemon rinds, they use everything in between. 
Um, it's pretty amazing just to see what they're doing as well. We have some really cool recipes that actually um, are based upon spring ingredients here in Indiana. So we have a morel mushroom recipe. We have a ramp recipe. We have an asparagus recipe. And then we kind of pull those all together um, to make caramelized ramp bread um, that you can make really easily at home. And then we go kind of clear off topic and we talk about buckwheat. Um, and we actually are doing some buckwheat Russian pancakes um, and making those sweet and savory. And so those are some of the highlights of what we're doing. And of course, we're talking about makers. We have some makers that are in there. We have um, a piece on send a friend lasagna. So that's something that kind of came about right before COVID. And it really took off. She makes these beautiful um, huge lasagnas that are just really good for comfort food. And she said that that's her gift. And so those are all just fun topics and you can, you can definitely get it out on the stands right now. It is free. Um, it's free for anyone to pick up if you can find a copy of it. And then if you want it home delivered, we definitely do that for a small fee. Um, and you can also find the digital issue right on ediblindy.com as well. So. Awesome. And so Jennifer, over your time uh, with Edible Indie, can you think of a, a story or, or some content that just really stands out to you as your all-time favorite? Oh, I, you know, that's like asking us to pick our favorite child, I think. You know, um, I've been so blessed to be able to tell just really amazing stories. Um, one of the stories I think that sticks out a little bit more is uh, we did a story on our, it's our personal friend, Rick DeMulling, who's a retired NFL player with the Colts. And they happened to live down the road from us. And they, after he retired, he and his family decided that they really wanted to do an urban homestead. And so it talks about this urban homestead that they've created off of seven acres of land and how they're raising and teaching their children about, um, you know, bee production and how to raise honeybees, how to raise chickens, what to do with those chickens, how to collect the eggs. Um, and actually, since that story has come out, they totally shifted their whole entire mission. And now they're actually doing that down in kind of an urban area that is starting to be restored. And not only are they um, doing the urban homesteading, but they're also on a mission to obviously talk to that community about God. And um, it's just, that's, it's just kind of a heartwarming story. Um, you know, and I just, I, I love those type of stories, but I mean, gosh, we've told stories about a veteran owned farm um, and she's raising mushrooms and she hires veterans. We, of course, you know, the sobriety piece with Greg Hardesty and, and Josh Gonzalez, it kind of pulls at your, you know, at your um, heartstrings. We did a piece years ago about um, just hunger relief. And I think that that's, that's pretty powerful. And then in the uh, fall issue, we actually did a, a it's an article called The Plague of the Pandemics, and it was written by a local writer, Brittany King, and it really was focused on diversity and how some of these diverse areas are also offering things back to the community and how they turned things around food-wise within their community and what they're doing. And we actually did submit that for an award. And so we hopefully will hear very soon if we've won something on that. But we were we were extraordinarily proud on being able to kind of bring that to the forefront because it is a very important issue. So I don't know. I mean, we've done literally probably a thousand stories over the last 37 issues in eight years. So it's really hard to kind of pinpoint just one particular thing. And so, Jennifer, what's one thing that you wished you knew just getting started? 
Oh, patience. <laughs> Probably. I think that that's, you know, whenever I've been in an interview, they always ask you that the typical question is, what, what is your weakness? And, and that's really, truly always been one of my weaknesses is that patience. Um, and so I think sometimes you just have to go with the flow and you have to realize that things change and shift um, more so than maybe what you want. And so sometimes when we have an issue, um, we have written it three or four months prior. And there've been times when last minute we've had to change that because They've either gone out of business or something has happened. We had somebody actually pass away that we had written about who they had asked us not to not to publish the story. And so, you know, those kind of shifts and pivots seemed really important um, throughout the, the, the years. And I wish I kind of would have known that the first the first couple of years when we started. Um, but now it kind of seems like I think we can do anything because we pivoted during COVID um, and we all kind of pushed ourselves to the brink of places where we didn't think we could go. And so now, now that patience doesn't seem as, as important um, on that aspect. And so Jennifer, from the other side of that, what piece of advice do you offer fellow business owners on what they can do to help themselves pivot or otherwise stay flexible? I think you really, it's a, a mental aspect. You have to be able to be in that place where you can think positively. Um, I think, and, and it's even tough for us sometimes, you know, we, we always want to kind of go to the the black hole and we want to snowball. And, and I think you just, you have to keep positive, but you also have to surround yourself with people who pull you up versus pulling you down because those are the people that you're going to rely on. Um, and, and lending yourself to the community. I mean, that's, I always say whenever I speak that the most important thing for me in business is gratitude, kindness, and community. You know, how you give back, that's going to be your legacy um, and and what you set yourself up for, because the more you give back, the more it's going to come back to you in the long run. And so um, I think that that's probably my biggest my biggest push for business owners or people who are out there starting is just make sure you're surrounding yourself with the right people. Awesome. And so Jennifer, how can our viewers and listeners get a hold of you if they'd like to learn more? Absolutely. Um, you can go to our website, edibleindy.com. Um, and, and I am not shy. You can email me, jennifer at edibleindy.com. Um, yes, I'm the publisher, the co-owner, I'm the sales director. Um, we do have a few other small roles that are filled by other people, but, uh, and that are wonderful teammates and help produce this. But I am here for story ideas for advertisers. Um, if you've got a donation need, um, you know, I mean, we, we definitely are, are here for the community. And I probably oftentimes um, do free things more so than I do paid because it's in my nature to just give back. Um, So, you know, I, I just, I love to hear from people. I love to just, just to talk to people. Awesome. And so Jennifer, the last thing we'll close with today, uh, where can our viewers pick up a copy of Edible Indie? 
So you can go on our website and there is a list of distribution areas. So we have about 45 different places that you can find them um, around central Indiana. So we have places in Lafayette all the way down to Bloomington. Um, we, one of the very first places that we do go is Market District in Carmel. Um, and then we also will be at the new Garage and Bottle Works Hotel downtown. Um, those are kind of some of our newer places. We're going to be at the Amp, which is at 16 Tech over on 16th Street. We have lots of places in Carmel. Carmel. Um, and we even have a couple places in Columbus, Indiana as well. And, um, you know, if you can't, if you can't find us, like I said, our subscriptions are $32 a year. Um, $8 of that is, is per issue, of course. And that gets you, not only does it get you on our subscription list where we have a lot of exclusive content and events and promotions, but it also gets you the opportunity to have this um, in the mail. And that really just covers our costs to be able to mail it to people. Um, and so it's really, it's really important for us to continue to support people. And so we hope people will support us back. And, and this is what the latest, the last issue, the fall issue, I won't give away the the brand new issue you'll have to go on, but this was our beautiful publication from the fall. So you can see, you know, it definitely looks tasty. Awesome. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for being our guest today. And to everyone watching and listening, thank you for catching this episode of the Open in Indiana podcast. Catch our next episode soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Open in Indiana podcast. If you enjoyed listening, subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, iHeartRadio, or on our website, openinindiana.com slash OII podcast. Thanks for listening.